Okay, let's roll, dudes. And I'm going 10, 30, 65 in a 45 zone. Yo, what's my gas tank on E? Oh, and hello, officer. Wait, what? I'm losing my license. I'll lose my job. And here come the court costs. Oh, man, that's the thing about pedal to the metal, dude. You speed, you lose. Slow down. Driving is no game. A message from Virginia DMV. Constant Contact's digital marketing platform is just what your small business needs to stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. With an easy-to-use, powerful tool set of email and SMS marketing and social media and events management, you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your growth. Not a marketer? No sweat. With our AI content generator and automated emails and texts, you'll say the right thing at the right time, every time. So get going and growing with Constant Contact today. Try it free at ConstantContact.com. It doesn't matter if you're a beginner or a professional musician, or you just want to start a podcast with your friends. PreSonus Audio Electronics has the gear you need to make your vision become a reality. Their latest USB audio interface, the AudioBox Go, is the perfect vehicle to help create your vision. Ultra affordable, surprisingly powerful, and even small enough to fit into your pocket. The AudioBox Go gives you all the connections you need to record on the move or in your home studio. Whether you're recording a guitar riff at rehearsal or a full-length solo album in your bedroom, you'll have all the tools you need to create like a pro right from the start. Compatible with both computers and mobile devices, the Audio Box Go is perfect for anyone who wants to get started recording fast. For more information on where you can get the Audio Box Go, visit presonus.com and it will lead you in the right direction to make those dreams a reality. Presonus Audio Electronics, proud sponsors of the ABV Podcast. Creating a craft beer universe in a craft beer desert is no easy task. But somehow, Pelican Craft Brands has managed to do that right here in Louisiana. By partnering up with local craft breweries or bringing in some of the best names in the national craft beer brewery scene, Pelican Craft Brands has established a great selection for all of you local craft beer drinkers. Make sure you're following them on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with the latest additions to their portfolio or simply visit pelicancraftbrands.com. Government Taco right here in Baton Rouge is your place to get the most creative and delicious tacos in the entire city. The Clucks and Balances, the Steak of the Union, the Filibuster, all of these are fantastic. Don't forget about their bar snacks, the Yucca Fries, and don't forget about their incredible happy hour specials Monday through Saturday, 3 p.m. until 6 p.m., except on Thursdays, where it's happy hour all day long. For more information, make sure you visit governmenttaco.com. Craft beer drinkers are very specific about what they want to pour their craft beer into. And the glassware for you is at hopsinthehollows.com. It doesn't matter what style or design you're looking for, Cliff has you covered at hopsinthehollows.com. You want some glasses with Joe Burrow featured on them, whether in LSU colors or Cincinnati Bengal colors? He's got you covered. Maybe you're a Star Wars fan. Maybe you're a Mike Tyson's Punch-Out fan. Or simply want a glass with the Hops in the Hollow logo on it. Cliff has you covered. Make sure to check him out at hopsinthehollow.com. Craft beer, cocktails, wine, and spirits. We love drinking them and we love talking about them too. And we do both right here on the ABV Podcast.
Welcome to another episode of the ABV Podcast. I'm Chuck P. I'm doing this little intro for this episode of the show because this one was a very kind of last minute on the spot, hey, let's do a podcast uh, episode. <laughs> I was hosting the Jay to Cody show, which is a show I co-host and produce on uh, Talk 107.3, and Jay was off yesterday. We recorded this actually on June the 1st. And so I was hosting the show, and I had Chris Pennegy and Drew Morano from Pelican Craft Brands on and Jeremy Brown from Rally Cat Brewing on the show. And we were drinking beers and, and discussing what's going on at Pelican and what's going on at, at Rally Cap. And Jeremy had to leave, and we were still sitting in the studio, and Chris still had a lot of beers <laughs> left in his little cooler. And I just decided, hey, let's record a podcast since we're all in this room together. Uh, we're in a... We're, recorded it in the Talk 1073 studio so I figured hey why not and we talked about some stuff that's going to be happening this weekend and coming up in I think in the next week or so so a lot of the stuff is kind of current so I wanted to go ahead and just drop this today to make sure if anyone's listening to know about certain events that are going on this weekend and next week because the next episode of the podcast was not scheduled to drop I think next Wednesday I was going to drop a new episode but it was going to be like a an older episode that we recorded, so nothing relevant to what's going on right now. But what we talked about yesterday is pretty relevant, so I wanted to drop that. So without further ado, the drunken ramblings of myself, Chris Pennegy, and Drew Morano from Pelican Craft Brands here on the ABV Podcast. Enjoy. Everybody, Everybody in the club. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. Oh, shit. Now I'm off again. I'm in Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I almost bought a sofa. Don't do <laughs> It's, it's, not a patio it's a flip from TikTok. It's an outdoor patio set almost like journeyed into. I made like gajillion dollars flipping sofas. There we are. Very you, dude, it's pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty close. Oh, Hannah. Are we, what are we doing for dinner? Emmy is sleeping over. Where's your mama? Pizza. Pizza. Wait, that's the way to go. Pizza. Yeah, pizza. Easy. easy. Yeah. <clears throat> pizza. All right, let's get it going. Are we about to play some intro music? I don't know. No. <laughs> da, 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 da. We can no, do no it in post. In, no, intro no? Music. no. I'm trying dun, to get. Dun, I want to see dun, dun, the, dun, the dun, ABV dun. podcast Facebook page, just in case people want to comment. Very good. I'm sitting in the overdrive. I can't. I can't play anything. Wow, that's good. Okay, dude, I, I've actually thought about being a professional singer good thing you found didn't I found guess. jesus and didn't do it there you go found jesus didn't do it oh i could be like highway to, to the, the danger zone, zone. <laughs> none of us should probably be singing actually drew and i i think we we pretty much lighted up at the warehouse like yeah i mean i've been called the songbird of my generation wow <laughs> yeah Okay. Strong, the yeah. songbird of his generation. Yeah, it's very interesting. I hear All that right. repeatedly. The, the we, I've been rolling like we've been recording yep. Yep. since like I don't know when. Well, don't but, put any of that until songbird. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, all all that's going. But in I have been introduced. I, I did a public speaking event and I was introduced as the songbird of my generation. Where? It, it was 
It was it, it was actually an actual thing. I had an, I had an event. Okay, all right, fair enough. I can't tell you for what because it was like this super secret organization that I'm a part of. A super secret organization. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, the podcast is uh has started. So uh, Chris and Drew from Pelican Craft Brands here in uh we're actually uh we're Facebook Live on the ABV podcast page. Yeah. And uh, I haven't done one of these. I don't think I've. Well, probably at the beginning of the pandemic, I did one, but I haven't did one. I haven't did a Facebook Live since. Oh. Wow. So here we are, and we're in the Talk 107.3 studios because we just wrapped up the Jada Cody show. Yes. And uh, you brought a lot. I like how you turned your hat, Chris. Yeah, yeah. No, like you're because I feel like we're more alive. Like, yeah, absolutely. My rally cap is on. Your rally cap is on. Oh, yeah. All right. I like that. Uh, my, my, rally, my rally stash is not on. It so is this, not this, on. I think, I feel like this one's going to start a little bit different tone. Since we've might. been going for two hours, we have we've been drinking for two hours, and now we're going to podcast. So we know how this is going to go. I got like, I got like eight, <laughs> eighteen beers to go through, so it's going to be. Yeah, we can drop all the. Uh, yeah, all the f bombs and all the words that you couldn't use, Chris and Drew, during the radio. It's show. Still going to feel sure. weird in the studio, so I'm worried that the next time I'm I'm going to be a little too comfortable when I'm in the studio. <laughs> oh, going to be like throw you off. That's yeah. fair. I mean, yeah. that makes yeah. sense. I understand that. I get yeah. that. I'll be like, fuck you, bad news traffic. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a segment. I mean, yeah, that, that, I feel like that is a segment. Some old lady's going to crash her car into the median. I can't believe he said that on the radio. <laughs> I saw some Amish guy uh, on there. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching the YouTube feed in my car. This Amish gentleman came on and started complaining about traffic. It's going to uh, happen. It, it is what happens. Oh, yeah. But we're in studio. We're drinking beers. We're finishing up this coach from Pontoon Brewing that we opened right at the end of the Jada Cody show. Cool this is really good, man. It is so Super solid. I liked it. Like you can drink a ton of that. So we yeah. we talked a little bit earlier with Jeremy uh, just about Kolsch. Like I know how much big of a fan of Redacted Garrett Kolsch that yes. you are. It's such a good beer, though. It's like it's a it really is. good beer. It it absolutely is. But the problem is, it's just not sexy. The Haze Bros, they just Hayes they bros. can't accept it. Yeah. No, the Haze Bros can't accept it because the Haze Bros are going to haze no matter what. Yeah. But they need to understand that it's okay to, like, you know, get off that yeah. haze bro path. I feel like we need to do, like, a, uh, almost like a, like a, for Alcoholics Anonymous, you know, like, I have a problem, you know, but, but, yeah, but where we actually implement an educational series within it is beer doesn't have to taste like pineapple juice or orange juice. Like, beer can taste. Right. Like, like beer, like beer, it can. Yeah, and, and it this can, is a good example. Of and that. you can enjoy it. And you can enjoy multiple beers. Mm-hmm. Say in the case of Agile, you can go there and drink eight beers all under five percent, and still be lucid, as opposed to going somewhere and drinking, you know, five yeah, double IPAs a few times. And I totally yeah. agree with it uh, from an Agile perspective. You know, just talking about them. A lot of the beers are super accessible. I said that on the show. I know it's going to sound like that's all I say, but like <laughs> it, it, you, can approach, you can approach them from a lot of different ways, whatever your yeah. palate is. But they're behind they us. Something. They're right behind us. Like, not behind us, behind us, but, like, I mean, physically behind where our warehouse is. So, right. They're fantastic. Like, they you know where my guys go? For it. 
super accessible. Yeah. For us. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's right across the Hashtag line. accessible. Yes. For I mean, right right there. My guys work their ass off on Thursdays. So when Friday comes around and the Baton Rouge route is, is, is up the last bit of it, they don't have a whole lot to do. Yeah. So they get done at like 11, 12 o'clock. They go to Agile now. So when I come back in the parking lot <laughs> at the warehouse, is full of cars and nobody's fucking in the warehouse. <laughs> Everybody's just, hammered over to Agile. I just walk over to Agile. Funny, as people like get back from things, whether they were selling, driving, yeah. whatever, everybody just slowly walks across. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Candy green. Yeah, candy green. Candy oh, is green. that what we're drinking next? Okay. That's what's coming up. From candy Spindle is Tap. I don't know if I've had this one from Spindle Tap. I remember it being yeah. released, but I don't know if yeah. I got my hands on any of it. You uh, didn't get any of this? That's nice. I don't know. I don't know if I did that's or nice. not. This is not juice. This is yeah. this is something beyond this, juice. juice. Yeah, beyond, beyond, beyond juice. juice. I like that. <laughs> that is beyond so juice. gross. Beyond, yeah, because I think about Beyond Burgers and that's yeah. terrible. Uh, I mean, it's a beautiful beer. Look at oh, that. dude, Jesus. super cloudy. Mm-hmm. But we t- we keep talking about haze fatigue. Yeah, but you know what? Left in there, Drew. If you want, yeah. yeah. Well, Drew's still Drew's yeah, still trying not to drink. I'm just tasting. We're bad really. influences. It's fine. I mean, Drew's on a mission. He's he's trying to like shed some pounds before his wedding. Yep. Yeah. I can up. relate to that. I did it's the good. same thing. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I don't recommend it. Lady. I don't yeah. recommend it. It's, Do what we can. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I didn't go crazy today, so it's trying work. to make it's, them babies. It's workable. <laughs> trying to make them babies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yeah, we are. Uh, we're Facebook Live on the ABV podcast page at the moment. So. Cool. Uh, if I mention stuff like, hey, if anybody's watching on the podcast really page and wants to ask any questions of Drew or Chris uh, about Pelican Crap Brands or about beer in general, please feel free to do so. This, I mean, this is stupid. Look at this beer. I know. I mean, it's, you can't look at this beer on the podcast, but if it's you're crazy. if you're on the YouTube, on the YouTube, listen to me on the Facebook, you can see it. So the only comparable oh. beer in the state of Louisiana to this type of stuff is. Um, Banging behind the trash can slowly by Rally Cap, which I—it's not banging behind the trash can. I know it's banging. (laughs) But I've said it so many times. It's banging the trash can. I know I've said it so many times wrong, and I keep trying to tell Kevin you need to change the name. Why does he need to change the name? Because I keep saying it. Oh, because you say it it wrong. Correct. (laughs) That way I can be right. All right, but so yeah, I mean the color and everything like. There, there's no other brewery in the state doing anything like that, dude. It's just like milky. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what's happening over in Texas, but, <laughs> but they, they just they're doing some good stuff. They, yeah, yeah, they're breaking shit. <laughs> they're breaking <laughs> shit. I feel like this is going to clog up the whirlpool. You know what I mean? That's mm. so good. That is, oh, it man. is very good. That's yeah, really, yeah, really I, I good. Taste is very good. Mm. Yeah, we just got this in. Hits this week. First yeah. week of uh, June. So we are, we yeah we got it in Friday. Yeah, uh, get, got Lord Gage and I stored late. Lord Gage, we, we stayed late at the warehouse specifically to receive the spear because they can it. They load it into a truck same day. Okay. We receive it same day. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, like not not many uh, distributors can can tell you that. Well, they do that with Parish. They started doing that with Parish yeah. because we started that whole little trend, and then Parish was like, ooh. I gotta do it too. <laughs> and yeah, so they'll they'll do it, but it's not very often because it's very difficult with the large distributors to coordinate something like that. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Taylor Miller is commenting on our our Facebook Live on the ABV podcast page. Says he just picked up Cryogen from Port Orleans today. 
good stuff. Cryer. I want to try that. I've heard I've, I've that beer it. looks really good. That's one of their anniversary yeah, beers they're releasing. Yeah, I hadn't tried it yet. Did we get any? Mm-mm. I think I think it's only yeah, it's like so he got it only maybe. Okay. All right. Yeah. I don't know, Taylor. If you can tell us where you picked, if you picked it up from the brewery or not, I yeah, believe be, it's I'd a like taproom only thing. For I'd the like to get my hands on some. Yeah, uh, it's it. I think I want to. Is it a cold IPA? Oh. I could be wrong about that. Dude. Funny how that works. Somebody throws out a cold IPA, and it rolls. Everybody's throwing out a cold IPA, and which a lot of people were just like. Very, uh, I don't know how I feel about this. Uh, it's well, the see. cold IPA is weird because it, it looks like it's a, a pills. double IPA. Well, it can't be a cold IPA, though. a cold double. Is it like super a, clear and crazy? It I-80? says, Get ready to thaw those taste buds using high density cryo hops. Cryogenic double IPA comes out of the tank with a light colored haze and overloads the senses with citra cryo, sabra cryo, and brood. One cryo, extracting big juicy flavors. You look cryo, for juicy cryo, 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 cryo. Sunday, it's Sunday, Thursday. Sunday. Yes, it's like the beer for Mister Freeze. Ooh. Yes, everyone chill. Yes, yes. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. That, that movie, Batman and Robin. <laughs> yeah, I have never seen all the way through. I walked out of the theater ten minutes into that movie Damn. because it was horrible. Yes, I mean, I was, it was bad. It was bad. You'll be pissed, but I was like Ooh. ten when that came out. The new yeah, Batman. So I, right had, now. I, mean, I was in for it. Yeah, the, the Batman, Batman with Robert Pattinson. The Batman, no, the new Batman. Great. One to one to ten. Nine point three. Yes, it's great. Thank it's like you. it's like Seven meets Law and Order. Now I was I was one thousand percent against Robert. Is it Robert Paxton or whatever Pattinson. his name? Pattinson? Robert Pattinson. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was I, like, I, this I was, is gonna be some weird teenage angsty. Like, I was weary about it as well. Shiny Batman like slash vampire kind of <laughs> BS. Yeah, he went from but he sparkly out, vampire. Yeah, to Batman. He was great, the but Twilight. he was skinny and weird. But yeah, he was still fantastic. It no, was, it was good. It was, it was awesome. Taylor it. says he got it from the brewery. Okay. Cool. All right. He was hoping for distro, but like, does he uh, want to get some and bring it to us? Yeah, <laughs> Taylor, can you drive up to Baton Rouge? The problem show. is we can't get any of these these limited distro out of POB anymore because they can't, they got too popular. Yeah, yeah. So they sell. So I mean, I, I'm not. Is, you know, I don't want to dog him for that because I'd sell everything I had out of the tap room too. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So. But sometimes you know, you'll, you'll get some specialty stuff, correct? Like you'll we get haven't a few gotten things? we haven't gotten much since the first of the year, and I feel like maybe maybe we did our job a little too good. Yeah, you know? we sold a lot last year. Twenty one, yeah. we got a decent amount of specialty. Maybe we did a, maybe all, we did our job too good, but we haven't gotten LT, we haven't gotten a, a specialty offering. This is from Port Orleans since uh, this week. We're getting something this week. Well, I mean, if well, you consider dope. And well, dope, chance. yeah, but that they're putting that out on distro. That's yeah, like more are, of a are. of a wide thing. So we are getting dope whip and chin music this week. But you're getting, you get are you getting specialty stuff from other breweries? Oh yeah, but oh, yeah. yeah. Port Orleans yeah. usually yeah, yeah. like we were the only ones, right? Right, right. So I feel like we kind of did our job. We threw it out there. People got wise to what was actually happening. Yeah, and then they went to the brewery, which ultimately, like, that's part of what we want to do is we want to make sure that the brewery, like, people are going to the brewery and buying this stuff because a happy tap room, you know, makes for happy distribution. No, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, Kyle McCartney says, uh, when can we expect to find chin music about the Port Orleans and Rallycap collaboration in Baton Rouge? Uh, it's tomorrow and, um, and Friday. And Friday. Yeah. There you go. Pretty much all our, you know, 
Can I say that? All of our local haunts where we yeah yeah you know, New Orleans beer. we can't do because we can't distribute Port Orleans in New Orleans. Yeah, or Home Because they, re- they released it under their label. Yeah, yeah. With any luck, with Bouquet moving to you know Mockler owned family now. Maybe we'll be able to pick up Port Orleans and uh, Home Thibodeau, along with a couple other brands. We'll see. Stay tuned. Yeah, I don't, stay tuned. I don't know how I feel about all that. It's just like I feel like Mockler's doing that just to you know, to try to because I Dude, I don't they, know if they're, they, they're in a different business than we are, and they know their they business are, 100%, 100%. well. One hundred percent. They're doing a great job. So you know, I mean, you can't. You can't expect every business to be able to carry every brand and do a thousand percent, right? Yes. And that's I mean, no, you can't expect that. So I, I can't fault them for what what they do. But I, I really mean can. they don't even have Mockler doesn't even have someone in charge of the they don't even have a craft beer department anymore. And that's awesome for me. It's a good it's great for you. <laughs> but it shows that they could give a shit less about craft beer. But specifically yeah, local the craft beer. That they they, carry. But they're only holding matter, on. Though? Why does that matter now? Because I mean it, it's just like any other business, right? I mean, you're gonna sell what sells for you, what's yeah. easiest for you to move, where you can make the most amount of money. And then the rest of it I mean, that's I'll take the table scraps, man. I'll make a meal out of that. That's why you're here. That's like, exactly why I'm here. Yeah. We started this specifically for the little guy, like for the for the for the guys that can't get any representation anywhere else. They can't get any love. They can't. They they you know the guys that are having a hard time paying the bills. I we, will I will say this. They have four local craft breweries under their brand: Tin Roof, Norley, Parish, Urban South. I know for a fact. That one of those would love to get out of their Mockler contract. Wait, which three did you name? I named four. four. Oh, four. Tin Roof, Gnarly okay. Barley, Parish, Urban South. Oh, right. I know who you're talking about. I know and, you know and, who yeah. I'm talking about, and I'm yeah. not going well, to mention names. They no. would love to get out of their contract because... I've got experience at that if they need it. Well, I'll tell you this. Your name was maybe brought up. Maybe Pelican Craft Brands was brought up, but worried about the amount and if you could handle the amount that's coming out of said brewery we're, to distribute. So we, we just added two new trucks, which we're, means we can double the amount of current distribution we're doing right now. We're already doing more than... Shit, I mean, I think we're doing more than Mockler was doing several years ago yeah. when they were at their peak. Yeah, with that segment. Right. Of yeah. craft. I'm not saying their entire portfolio, just craft. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, we're um, we're on the cusp of something, like, really fucking awesome. Like, really fucking awesome. And it, it's going to end up being a multi-state thing. It's going to end up being, you know, Louisiana, Arkansas, Mississippi, Alabama, potentially the panhandle of Florida. Like, I feel like... Uh, what will happen in the next five to six years is, is, I mean, potentially going to set us up to be like all the guys that we have. Like, so I know a lot of guys in the distro business around the country. We're in a unique position because of like, I, we don't have 20 million people like within a, you know, a hundred mile radius. Of right. Us. Right. Like guys in Atlanta or Orlando and, and some in, in Houston. 
you know, we got, uh, we're, we're much, much smaller, but we're going to be such a wide footprint. We're going to have, we're going to have at least, I would say like five states under our. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now with all these, uh, these bills that are trying to get passed in, oh. in the state mm-hmm. for like, glad you asked John. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And you, and you could probably elaborate more on this than I can. Like, how do these bills affect you as a distribution company? Yeah. So Drew and I talk quite a bit about it. So um, mm-hmm. Drew's got a he's got a he's got a background um, in politics and and and, and writing. Congressman Drew over here. Yeah, yeah, senator. And <laughs> writing these these bills and shit. So we've been looking at a lot of these closely. So there's a lot of them that you know I'm like. The, the the bill that uh, you know Eric Avery's back and um, yeah. for this uh, um, distribution between multiple locations of brew right. pubs, yeah. To me, that makes absolutely zero sense. Why they can't do that now? Like, Agreed. Why, and, and then on furthermore, why the fuck do they need a distributor to carry their beer from A to B? Yeah, they should like, be able to drive that those yeah. kegs to that location. Now themselves. I know it's, it's a concession, but what distributor is going to be like? Yeah, I'll move your product from a to b like how much is that going to cost right like yeah. i'm going to want to make it worth my while right if it's yeah me. if i've got to move this from here to there yeah what is it what is that like how do i how do i make money off of that how, yeah how do i make money off of that so i'm going to charge you the maximum amount that i can you know if 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 i'm in that position but i i just think that i think it's silly that they can't do that now i think that's I absolutely ludicrous um some of the other bills, um, there was another one. Yeah, they're doing that, some special, like, you know, like event permits. Yeah, special yeah. event permits. Like go do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That and I think that went through. Everybody. I think that passed. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that one's done, too. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't understand what the like uproar passed. of yeah. some of that stuff was. Yeah. Um, I mean, self- they're trying to be serious. They're, they're trying to get more people in, right? And yeah. They, yeah. They, need, they need flexibility to do to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sounds oversimplified, but like not everybody's going to drink beer in an event you may have at a brewery. I no. know that sounds counterintuitive I can't, to what we're talking about right now. I can't now, tell but. you the times when I worked at Tin Roof where mm-hmm. we were doing private events and yep. everyone wanted, they didn't want any of the beer at Tin Roof. They wanted to bring in whiskeys and wines. I'm yeah. like, yeah. we can't let you do that. That is yeah. illegal. And they couldn't understand why that was illegal. Yeah. So who is fighting that? That's the part that I want to know. Is it the restaurants? Is it the bars? Is it the is yeah, it the, none of that is makes it the sense. beer guild? Yeah. Like who is it? Because to me it seems like your your liquor distributors are gonna be a thousand percent for it. You know, because they could sell liquor and beer. beer yeah. Well well yeah, beer yeah. league. But I mean not beer guild. Oh sorry. Yeah. 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 But yeah. you but your liquor guys are gonna be like Republic yeah. and all those. Hell yeah, I want to sell you liquor. I want to yeah. sell you wine. Like and, well, but, and I'm but sure it's the not, caterers, you know, had been throwing their hands up in the air too. Yeah, you know, no, like absolutely. Can't do certain things. Yeah, I f- yeah. To me, it just seems like with these politicians, if they're not getting their cut from any of this stuff, it, and maybe that's what it is. Because I just don't trust any politician. Maybe that's all. what it is. But, <laughs> just but don't. I, I think there's so much more that's involved in all of it. Sure. Um, Self distribution is another another one. We've we've gotten. I've gotten phone calls about like, where do you stand on self-distribution? Like people are asking about it. I've gotten emails about it. You know, honestly, like I could care less. Like if Parlo wants to self-distribute their beer to like, we, 
I feel like we lose money on their beer because we're distributing it in such a small area. Right. Um, but yeah, that's something they should be able to print. do. Yeah. You know, Par- rally Parlo's is a, it's a small brewery. It's brewery, a small they're brewery. a small brewery. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, and look, and it's shit. nothing against it. They're focused on their tap room. No, absolutely. Great beer. But like Chris said, it's a, it's a small, you know, small area for what we can get from yes. what they want to produce for us. Yeah, absolutely. But I carry Parlo because like I, I, I want to promote that. <clears throat> yes. It may cost me we money in doing so. We always talk about their beer. We yeah. get the yeah. least amount of beer from them than anybody, and we <laughs> we always talk about their beer yeah. in a great positive way every yeah. time. Every time. So, but but what I feel like a lot of, you know, we we've heard a lot of of arguments from both sides, like why you should do it and why you shouldn't. And I I don't know. I kind of feel like I'm in the middle of it. Yeah, because we are, we're, we're we're definitely thrust in, in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, as a distributor, yeah, you're yeah. like caught in the middle. But, of all but we're stuff. we're different though, right? So we're not we we're not like we're not against it, and we're we're not necessarily like for it. And I'm not against it because I feel like any business should be able to control their destiny. Yes, right. Um, and you said it business. earlier, like we're we're about them though, like we're about yeah. the little guy. Yeah, we yeah, for sure. We have not altered that mission at all. Yes. And I feel like we're not 100% for it because I feel like most breweries don't understand the level of complexity within distribution itself. Like, I think that you need to be in distribution. Like, you need to be a brewery in distribution to understand how difficult it is. Yes. And a lot of the guys that are pro-distribution or pro-self-distribution don't understand that. And so they don't understand, like, I go to, uh, I say I want to go to Chimes, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Chimes already has, they got they carry wine, they carry liquor, they carry beer, right? Yes. So if you just think about the beer side of it, you got a Mockler rep, you got a Crescent rep, you got an International rep, and you got a Pelican rep. Four reps, right? Now imagine if you had every brewery is in self-distribution. Then you got a Rally Cab rep, then you got a Gnarly Barley rep, then you got a Nola rep, then you got a Low rep, rep, then yeah. you got a Gnarly, you know, you got, you got... 15 additional reps restaurants and bars are going to be like they're going to throw their hands up i don't want to deal with this shit agree yeah so you're going to limit the amount of accounts that you can reach by doing that so you know i'm 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 for it i'm against it i'm in the middle i just i don't really know where to stand i want to do what's best for the breweries and what's best for people like small businesses like me yeah ultimately that's all i want to do yeah it's it's so. it's tough for everyone involved because everyone's trying to make sure that it's equal for everybody like it's yeah. equal for the, the distributor it's equal for the brewery yeah the breweries are you know some of the breweries are upset that they can't like if they want to open a satellite place yeah. somewhere else they can't transport that beer there without having a yeah. distributor involved silly it's just, thing it's these antiquated laws yes. that are set here that just make no sense whatsoever. Yeah. And it's so frustrating to even talk about and discuss because to to everyone involved besides the politicians, there's ways for this to work to make sense for everyone. And everyone, you know, it it, it works for the distributor, it works for the brewery, what have you. Yep. But the politicians are like, well, according to this thing back in 1865, that is like, yeah, it's fucking 2022. Yeah. Why are we still muster. like yeah. going by laws that were created back when none of this shit even existed? 
Mm-hmm. Right. Like, no, it doesn't make sense whatsoever. And it's, it's a fucking headache, and I hate it. And, like, every time shit like that is brought up, like, I talked to Justin Mendoza over the weekend mm-hmm. and uh, just asking about, like, everything that was going on. And I talked to Carlos as well. Mm-hmm. when we're, Jay and I were at Bayou Test Brewing, and it's just like... Man, it just—it seems like for every step forward, there's five steps back. Well, you have to make a concession on anything. So, like, yeah. if you pass, if you put five bills forward, like the one that the one that gets the most support is going to basically like cancel out the other four. Like, you have to cancel those other fours to get support for one bill, right? You know, give and take. Like that's, and that's not necessarily the way that it should be. No, at all. But you know that. That's that's the world we live in, unfortunately, um, and I think we need to we need to do the best with what we got for sure. Yeah, we have to have the conversation. Yeah, we have to have the conversation. <clears throat> and you know what is going to make more uh, a bigger difference than anything else that we can do or we can talk about right now is for every person that's out there that is even concerned about this or or anything else going on in the city, the parish, the state. Is to get out and actually vote for somebody, not and don't don't do that one issue. I'm a one issue voter kind of bullshit. Yeah, right. Like look at like what's going to be the best thing for the state as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know, like what am what am I going to do? Like what vote can I pass that's going to make the biggest difference to support what I want to support in the state and to see the change that I want to see be the change right and that when yeah. obama said like it was it obama that said that crap i think so. <laughs> you know it's not crap because now you're like well, but i mean like he was he was oh man I, oh we could go down a whole different road here i'm not even gonna do it <laughs> we're not getting political no 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 but but like louisiana like we just need to we just need to say like you know what fuck all this this stupid shit that happens in the state and and actually stand up for what we want to see but yeah. right now like you got so many people that just fall for the end of the trap like yep. oh they they fall for the promises and then all that other bullshit right. and you you're, you're never going to be able to live for free you're never going to have you're never going to be able to get like this whatever they call it the uh the, the payments and shit like, yeah you know yeah. ubi yeah universal basic income not a thing like it's it, it, it maybe maybe it is right now <laughs> Maybe it is right now with COVID and all this other bullshit, but at some point, you're going to have to fucking go to work. You're going to have to step up, and you're going to have to fucking go to work. It, and you, That's what we need. I, I love when Chris gets like this. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, we need he's people to go to work for this fucking state well, that's get rid thing. of yeah, all like this have, bullshit. You know, have, yeah. some, have, some, have, some, sorry, have some skin in the game. Uh, there right, we Drew, go. Knocking, knocking things no, over here. No, around. Like breaking shit no, in the ha- studio. Have some, some skin in the game. Everybody always talks about we're at the bottom of this list and the bottom of that list and, you know, all of that. Yeah. Um, it is going to take a, uh, a well-targeted, concerted effort to really, you know, turn the top. I mean, where does... For craft breweries, where does Louisiana rank right now? Like, oh, we're, toward the bottom we're at of the, the bottom. Yeah, definitely, definitely what, what, the bottom. We're above Mississippi. Barely. Barely Alabama. That's another list. But <sighs> I, I think we're actually under Alabama now. Really? Okay. You know, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. And which is sad that Alabama would be ahead of us in craft breweries. Yeah. yeah. 
But I mean, they got some. They got some fantastic craft breweries there. They do. Fair they really Hope do. And 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 Trim Tab and, and those they, guys. But they also have beer. some progressive laws. They're starting to move forward. For Alabama, for think about what Chris just said. Alabama has progressive laws for, for beer compared to here. There's a lot of things that are more progressive than here. Any, yeah, I mean it's 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 amazing how ass backwards this state is. Yes, it's. And, and uh, across the board, not just for craft beer, just across the board, well, how ass backwards the state is. I don't know. Have you ever been to Bucky's in Alabama? I've been to Bucky's. I, in I Texas. feel like they I make mean, us look like Palm Beach, man. I mean, Bucky's. Like Bucky's in Alabama. Bucky's is the Walmart of fucking gas stations. There are I zero mean, sleeves. Oh, okay. <laughs> in Bucky's. And plenty of beaver nuggets. Beaver hey, don't knock the beaver nuggets, man. Chuck, I can't get behind it. I don't know really? what it is. I don't like them. How do you well, not like beaver I nuggets? I don't care for them. Oh, man. So Rouse's does like a version of beaver nuggets. Oh, yeah. I it's a very polarizing it issue. They're not yeah. as sweet, but they're yeah. good. I see it in the front. There's like a million bags in the yeah. front. So you have like Zatarans, crab oil, and then you and, have and the Rouse's Bucky's knockoff. Yeah, beaver nuggets. Yes. They're beaver not nuggets. bad. Like, they're okay. Uh, Taylor wants to know what's the best-selling brewery on the Pelican portfolio right now. Good question. Ooh, Good selling. question. So it's, it's I guess a, more, the you, most profitable. One, it's maybe? a toss-up between Untitled Art and Rally Cat. Those are the two. Yeah, the yep. the big pushers for us. So um, now Unt- Untitled Art, like the sales on Untitled Art seltzers, is what's like pushing that number. Yeah, yeah. So I would I say think. like within the top ten, five of the top ten. Are seltzers from Untitled. Yeah. yeah. Um, first pitch is probably the largest. Well, I think it is the largest beer in our portfolio. Yeah. Volume, volume wise. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Which yeah. completely underrated. Mm-hmm. Personal opinion. It's the a seltzers? Great, no, just, no, no, no. Untitled in general. First, first pitch. pitch. Oh, for, oh, for Rally Cap first pitch. Oh, my God. Yeah. People don't talk about it. Yeah. It's, I they told this to Jeremy it. on the it's radio a show. It's dynamic. It's my go to beer if I'm in a bar and I see first pitch yeah. on tap. That's the beer I go to. Yep. Like it's, it is, plenty. it's the perfect introductory beer for someone who's getting into pale ales or IPAs. Yeah. If you want something that's not going to be offensive to your palate, like if like, oh, the hop, the hops, I don't like the hops. <laughs> like first pitch is a fucking perfect beer it is it is an introductory beer to get into ipas and pale ales yeah and it's it can, been super it can rise consistent. to many occasions taylor said he thought it would be spindle tap uh, i so, mean spindle tap's probably right right so under that we've had spindle tap for a year yeah um and we've been going to great lengths to increase the amount of spindle tap we get that's the holdup yeah for us so I, I they can't produce enough to get over here to Louisiana for right. you guys. To so sell. they're having to feed Houston. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and, it's a big and the, market and there. Other in. channels, and then they're coming to us. Right. Um, now, granted, they have sent beer to Atlanta. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to name names, but they went to <laughs> to did another drop, distro did, house. Did you drop that, penises on the pallets for that? Not for that shit? specific beer. That was actually ingenious. We went to Ingenious, yeah. oh, and I drew okay. penises oh, no. across <laughs> all of the boxes. <laughs> And in ingenious, and they went to Atlanta, and, and there's a bunch of penises in Atlanta right now, <laughs> <laughs> metaphorically and physically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, but you know that 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 type of stuff's fun. Um, but I, I feel like Spindle Tap definitely has a place here, um, in Louisiana. Yeah, I mean Taylor's not wrong. It's up one there. of our top. Yeah, three. it's not the t- it's not the top. Yeah, I would say it's in the top three. Yeah, top top definitely three. top. It's a, it's probably our third brand 
like largest brand. But I think that's only going to continue to grow. Yeah, um, I, I would think they would have been in your top five at least, just because of the demand for spindle tap yeah. here in Louisiana. Yeah, and, and my main one of the big things that I want to do is I definitely want to get rally rally cap and spindle tap together and see what oh, they can do. Oh man, that yeah. would be. I think that would be really cool. I think we need to go to Houston really cool. and do a rally cap beer like in their hometown and do a Astros beer. Yeah, yeah. That'd All right, be, that yeah, would that would be great. Um, I agree with that. I think 100%. we should do bang the trash can at spindle tap. And see what oh happens. man. I mean, that's the Astros reference. Yeah, right. Um, like, offensive to some, but, I mean, it's accurate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, actually, that'd be kind of funny to go into their hometown and be like, Hey, hey we're, we're making this cheaters. beer that's fucking calling out <laughs> when you guys cheated back in the day. <laughs> Have to get Bregman. So they... Oh, they, yeah, get Bregman there to sign yeah. cans. Yeah. Oh and and God, one of the big things when they came fantastic. in was th- their relationship with Parrish, right? So they're right. really close with, and, with with Parrish. Yeah. And, and one of the big things they wanted to do was to just... See what happens. See if maybe we can give Parrish a run for their money. Yeah. And and I really feel like they have. I think they need to do another collaboration. Um, mm-hmm. Parrish and Spindle Tap. Yeah. If they do it here, that's fine. In Louisiana, I think that'd be fantastic. If they Because it gives Spindle Tap even more recognition. This right, time. right. If they do it in Houston, that's that's just as good because we can bring it in. That's what I was about to say. If they, if yeah. they come here and brew it, you can't distribute that because... Parish is with Mockler, but right. if Parish went to Spindle Tap and did it, you can distribute it here. Correct, correct. So I am one thousand percent behind either of those moves. I think Dude, that'd they be make, great. They make they make absolute sense. Yeah. And one of the things that we wanted to do was I wanted to do uh, just like a dig at Parish for fun. <laughs> wow. Was I wanted to go into <laughs> Broussard fun. and take like some video of like two tap handles that are both Parish, and we unscrew one of them. And screw on a spindle tap handle. And then we take the other parish handle and screw it and put it on a spindle tap handle. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I just, I poke the bear. Yeah. You know that, what I mean? Not, not Look, likely. Poke the bear. Yeah, poking Andrew, probably not a wasp. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I'm sure he would see it as all fun. I mean, because that's yeah, ultimately I, I, what it would I be. I think so. I think so. I think Andrew because would definitely see that as At the end of the day, it helps everybody. Yeah, you know, it, I mean that it, kind of fun stuff and right. I don't, I don't think. I mean, maybe we'll have a bunch of parish like you know Haze Bros like attacking us. You're definitely gonna have that while we're yeah. trying definitely to do the that. video. It's gonna be a series. So I could be Hayes fighting Bros. them off. Haze Bros. Yes, yeah. yeah, so it'll be on A&E. <laughs> <laughs> it's either gonna be about weed or it's gonna be yeah. about beer. I Hayes don't know. Bros. Eventually, yeah. when you get your TikTok profile, it'll be on yeah. there. Oh yeah. you post that. Yes, we'll have a. Uh, what's the fat karate dude? Uh, Wait, what fat karate dude? Fat karate dude, this guy that <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I the one that, no idea. Yeah. The, the no. fat karate dude, he just he he'll, he'll like touch somebody like that, oh, and they go, they fly yeah. across the yeah, room. I don't know his name. I don't know his name. Though. Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's not, <laughs> that's <laughs> not that's what not. I thought. You were talking <laughs> Drew was not thinking that. All. I wasn't but thinking that either. Head of the Hayes Bros. Steven Enter Seagal. the Hayes Bros. Wow. That's I mean, enter the Hayes. That's more of a of a Bruce Lee play than anything. He'd be like under under I don't Hayes know. or like fucking I don't know. Ever since he got in that fight with Tommy Lee Jones, where they were just like on they were just slap like, fighting shit. They're like knives were flying around, but like hands were moving an inch and a half. I just hit the mic. So that's fine. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. All right. Are we drinking another beer? Yeah, I mean, yeah, everyone's still nursing this one. I mean, something different here. I'm almost the end of mine. I'm Chris I'm still I'm has a good dry. bit left. I'm gonna let Drew dry. But I just finished off the rest of the candy because. You still got the candy in the glass. Yeah, because there was more in here. Oh, you poured more in there. Yeah. Okay. 
Let Drew Let's reach into this. the magic Hermione Uh-oh. bag. Um, Ooh. we got a fly llama hazy. Okay. This is a this is a mean girl, the Bianca. Yeah. So when you guys first picked up fly llama, you, y'all were only doing the seltzers, correct? That is true. This is true, and that's only because Dave was like, "I can I can produce enough seltzers to send out a state, but not anything else." So now we got fly, we got the fly llama, fly pa. Okay. Like all the time, yeah, the Bridget, the Bridget, which is a, which wit is a killer wit beer. I don't think we had that yet, dude. It's good. Okay. Right. Sorry about that. I said, dude, dude. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, and then you know we're getting the specialty cheese. We're cake. Starting to get more specialty. Yeah, we're gonna get that. Okay. Which is not. We're excited about that. My goal is to screw up his whole distribution network in Mississippi, <laughs> so everything has to come here. Yeah. And yes, perfect, got, perfect, Chris, uh, perfect. We got it's a good draft. goal. No, I like it. We got drafted a lot of to... those for the first time this last go around. Okay, yeah, so that, that was new to us as well. So and uh, shout out to MicroStar who can't pick up their kegs. I've got about four thousand MicroStar kegs. We're wow. about to start sending those over to uh, to um, Fly Llama, and they're going to oh, fill them all with seltzers. That is, that is interesting. So we're about to end I up with had this one before. So many seltzers on draft. It's going to be insane. Where's MicroStar at? So I don't know where the hell they they're, are, I but they are horrible at picking up kegs. Yeah, they're one of those you know rent a fill. You know, yeah, breweries work with them to get kegs. They gotcha. have their own. Yeah, it's not a brewery. It's like a paper fill. Yeah. What's yeah. the What's the local place here? Uh, that's uh, uh. Oh, the guys that own the one of the Char- was it Charles? Charles that owned Tin Roof. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. I can't remember the name of his place. Uh, the but they they sell kegs. They don't. Yes. Rent. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so I'm not talking about that, dude. Okay, different, no, no, different no. thing. Yeah, okay. I'm talking about people that like keg credits, like all these like uh, gotcha. these rental keg companies where they do this whole, like I'll, you, the brewery pays a fill fee, and then I pay a deposit on those kegs. Okay. Well, so I've paid deposits on thousands of kegs, thousands, and I just have them sitting. Yeah, they won't come pick them up? Yeah, they won't come pick them up. I've called, I've emailed, nobody yeah. comes. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Riddle people me that. don't believe us. Well, can you take those kegs and like fill them with beer and like sell them? Well, to that's people? what I've started doing is refilling those kegs and reusing my deposit. Yeah, come back to us because you know what? To hell with those. Yeah, guys. fuck them. I mean, we can charge them rent. At fuck this them. Point. I forgot we weren't on the radio. <laughs> <That's> fuck them. <laughs> we're on the. We're podcasting, Chris. Just let it out. Yeah, they're not. They're not fun. So, but anyway, fly. It helps our breweries. Yes. Yeah. We can you know have yeah. a little bit more room for them to. We're not having to swap yeah, keg. You know, so, yeah. all of a sudden I build up this huge, like, you know, balance of keg deposits and I send it back and then I got all this free beer for 10 years. Right. You know, like we don't have to worry about that anymore. Huh. Like okay. I'm honestly thinking about just buying some cooperage as a distribution <laughs> and <laughs> no sending shit. it off to our little guys so they don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. So that's a smart idea. I like it. That. Is, it is. Yeah, dude, you can get it on the ground floor. So, Chuck, what do you think about this one? I haven't tried it yet. I'm about to try it now. All right. I got, I got a, what am I drinking now? Candy green? All right, here we go. Yeah, we're <laughs> Chris doesn't even know what he's drinking. I don't know. Well, yeah, that's, that's good, man. That's it's nice. Delicious. It is nice. Yeah, uh, they're all good. The, uh, the the Blanca. That's very nice. Blanca. The hops are making my nose run. I got hops a... are making your nose run. I think I've got I've developed a yeast allergy. Oh, wow. I think that is what's not happening. ideal. That's not good. No, not my nose ideal. runs. That's as bad but... as uh, Derek Stewart not being able to taste hops anymore, or whatever the hell that yeah. issue is. I don't know what happened to him, but that sucks. I don't think that's true anymore. I think he's. You think he's faking hops. it? No, I think he's tasting hops now. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think he's back on the wagon. I mean, he may not be drinking. Drew just had to get a phone call to the it's president. 
It's his wife saying, where was future well, wife going? Yeah, where yeah. Fuck like, where the fuck you at? It's probably the president. It could be the president. He is a, he is a congressman. Yeah. Joe uh, Biden contacts him all the time. Yeah. Taylor is asking on the, Taylor. On, the on our Facebook live feed. Is he the only view? Uh, no, we got six people watching. Oh. Taylor's one of them, for sure. Uh, he says, what's next on Drew and Chris's brewery wish list for Pelican? Oh. Um, well, question. I've got a few wish lists. I think we talked about a few. Trillium, Treehouse, The Alchemist. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to pick up all those. Will that happen? I kind of doubt it. Um, just because. Those dudes are making so much money just out of their tap yeah. rooms. Yeah. Like, they don't need to distribute. Yeah. Um, I like that, Taylor. Thank you. Sorry, I was just walking back in. I don't know uh, yet. Is that I'm the just, president calling? Like, was there an urgent? No, it was, it was Melissa. Joe Biden's lost again. We're good. No, 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 we're good. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Maybe. In this economy. He's putting bags uh, thanks, in Biden. people's cars. Jeez. He's weighing in on self-distribution. We, um, I mean, super wish list items. Uh, Danielle and I talked about Great Heights the other day. Danielle's Ooh. our New Orleans rep. Equal parts. Um, equal parts. I couple personally, I tend to yeah, yeah. trend yeah. more in like tra- like traditional beers. I drink plenty of IPAs. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but I like to try various you know, more traditional stuff from across right across right, the country. Right. Um, obviously, market's got to bear it. So need you to buy it if you want us to have it. Yeah, Taylor, um, step up. Not Taylor buy a bunch of beer. Damn, wow. He sounds like yeah. he's quite a customer already. So yeah. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Taylor's buying uh, a we, beer. We need to invite him out to the warehouse. Yeah, you're Daniel Duvick gives yeah. us the yeah. fist pump. Yeah, like on, uh, re- reach on, out to us through their, through our Facebook page yeah, or we'll, through we'll our website. Come yeah, come by, drink some beer Dude, with us, uh, man. I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. uh, a dream brewery of mine that I wish you guys could pick up at some point would be Great Divide. Just to have Yeti here, just like, to have it, just to have Yeti here. That's like, it's been discussed. We've had discussions. Oh, that's that. I like that. That's just the, the, yeah. There's a couple problems with it though. They, they've already we've had distribution here for Great Divine. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it wasn't good distribution. No, it wasn't good distribution. No, uh, I don't want to name names, but they sucked ass. I mean, you can. It's fine. Um, and so those things are changing. Um. So, and and the beauty of a lot of that type of stuff when Great Divide came here, I don't even think they signed a contract, dude. Oh, hey, they were here and gone before anyone knew they were here. Yeah, like yeah, it, was I, that, I honest, it was that. It was that quick. If I ever knew that they were. Uh, yeah, no, there wasn't a whole lot. Dude, out it was here for like a second. Yeah, this, like literally, like it was here like literally a second. But but there's also logistical issues with bringing them beer from oregon and washington and you know in in the north northwest right yeah. i mean yeah it, it costs us a ton of money and so at the end of the day i have to look at you know what do i think my my secondary customers are going to pay right for mm-hmm. a four pack of beer and can i support my my retail price you know yeah we're very based I'm very on conscious that of that so like that 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 has added so much complexity. Just the shipping aspect has added so much complexity to our jobs as of late. Um that it really kind of I feel like we're there there's a lot of stuff that we've had to say no to specifically because of that. Like I've, there's a, several California breweries that we're not bringing in because I can't I can't I can't make the PCR. <laughs> I can't I can't make the well the price to the consumer. I can't make that yeah, work. Right. 
Like I could sell I mean, a twenty one dollar no. four pack. Yeah, dude, there, there's a there's a brewery in Portland, Oregon called Base Camp, and those dudes make incredible beer. It's really What's really it good. Base Camp. Base Camp. That's cool. that's a cool name. It's 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 I'll very it's, it's very themed toward hiking and camping and stuff okay. like that. Uh, Jay and I were up there for a guys trip a few years ago. Mm-hmm. It was one of the breweries that we hit on our first day there, and I mean so good they had a stout they did like a uh like a s'mores kind of stout Ooh. when they they toasted a marshmallow and put it on the glass when oh that's you, cool you, that's dude, cool it, the presentation Artistry. was fantastic yes presentation presentation is right great uh but the all their beers are really really good that brewery out of all the breweries we went to and we went to a lot in portland because there's literally a brewery on every corner, yeah. like a Circle K. It's ridiculous. I've only but, been once. I didn't get to. I was there a very short period of time, so I didn't get to do much beer. Yeah, we there. we were there for seven days, and we yeah. did all. The, we we got lucky. We did all the beers that we could possibly get to. All the breweries that were there, and like even the little small breweries in the neighborhood where our Airbnb was. And then on the the Sunday, the last Sunday that we were there, there was a craft brewery, like a craft beer uh, festival in a park right down the street oh, from where nice. we were. So we got to go there and drink all these different like sure homebrew beers cool. and stuff like that. But Base Camp was the one brewery that has stuck out since that trip because the beers were that good. Wow. Um, Taylor says his buddy Jonathan just started working with you guys. Jordan. Yes. Jordan. I'm yeah. sorry. Yes, Jordan. Yeah, so we have a, uh, we have a new sales oh. rep. Jordan Grace is we joining the team. So it's yeah. t- it's Taylor, Taylor who's been commenting on our on our yeah, Facebook feed. It's Grace. a friend of his, and he said Jordan uh, just started working with you guys. So Taylor, I need you to call in and give us the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> All the inside info, Taylor, make it happen. Oh, <laughs> the 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 screen is froze up. Let me, uh, uh, let me refresh eh, that. Eh, eh. Um, That'll take care of that. I forgot. Uh, he also says yeah. halfway crooks in Georgia. Yeah, we, we've oh yeah talk- we've been talking yeah, to them yeah we've talked we've talked to them talked about the problem with them is um they they can't produce like that we we go back to i think we talked about it on the radio a little bit they don't they can't produce enough beer for for us to like really bring in so like right. what i want to do well i don't know if i want to throw this out there or not. i don't know because other people may do it but fucking do it do it i want to form a network of guys of, of distribution houses like us where we we build and share uh, pallets of our brands, right? Yeah. So, like, we have Rally Cap, we have, you know, Parlo, we got Brew Cray. Well, in Atlanta, they may want that type of stuff, right? But they don't want to buy four pallets because shipping is, is going to be nuts, right? Right, right. And they want to be able to carry enough of those different brands so, like, we can trade beer around, right? So, Atlanta, Orlando, you know, Houston, Dallas, like, yeah. we can, we you know, uh, Indiana, we can form this little network start trading beer and at that point it starts to work right if i can get uh if i can get halfway crooks to to send beer to our distro partner in atlanta and then they load that with a couple pallets of some other stuff that we can't get or you know mix and match say we build two pallets of four different breweries yeah then it starts to work um we you know we're not selling i i mean i think we could do well with that beer here but i just don't see it where we're selling, you know, yeah, six to ten pallets, you know, uh, uh, of of each individual yeah, beer. That would like, be probably know. super limited, super specialty. Yeah. Um, you know, we kind of talked about earlier, like you don't want to cannibalize. You know, the market's only going to tolerate so much beer. Yeah. Right. And and with them halfway crooks, though, the beauty is there's not a Louisiana brewery right now that's putting out loggers. 
in wide distro like nope. they are. You're right. They're doing some great shit. Parlo's probably the only guys in Louisiana that can compete. Absolutely. And, but they're not doing much. No. They're doing it. They're, they're wanting to stay local. Yeah. But, w- yeah, but when they're making loggers, they are legit. Oh, dude. They're solid. Yeah. There's nobody else. Nobody yeah. else. Brucare, close second with that, that, that Charles yeah, yeah, Pierce yeah. and some of those other ones. Yeah. The Charles Pills. Some of the other ones. The Chuck did. Pills. Well, they call it the Charles Pills. Really? Yes, because Charles is their head brewer. Oh, uh, yep. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. yeah, yeah. I love that beer. Yeah, not only because my name is Charles as well, but uh, it's it's a it's a really good beer. They they do it correctly and the, the style is perfect. And it's a tasty ass beer. I'm glad we have a brewery that does something like that here in Louisiana. I just wish they made more of it. Agreed. So we could put more out. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I, mean, I feel like well, I I know they don't want to be that brewery. Like I think they at their core, yeah, they don't want to be that brewery that puts it out to everywhere. They just, they're so happy. I, w- I wish I could be that way. So happy doing what they do. They just they just don't care about the rest. You know, like yeah. putting it out there everywhere else. I, I love that. I wish I could be that way. I finally got to go to Brewery a few weeks ago mm-hmm. uh, for their anniversary party. Yeah, got to go finally to Brewery and Parlo, nice. uh, two breweries I'd never been, never gone to. Uh, unfortunately. My stomach wasn't up for drinking beer that day, so I didn't get to really like. I Was. think I had shut up. I had uh, <laughs> I had like two beers, three so beers at Brewery, and I had <laughs> and had I think three beers at Parlo. Uh, and I don't feel like I did either one justice. Like I didn't have the full experience. Yeah. So I need to go yeah. back down to both of them and sit and like we spend the day field trip. Yeah, I think that would absolutely, hundred percent. Yes. I think we should go down and I haven't do. I've been in a while. Also, want to get those guys on the show. Like, if I got to bring my gear with me, we do a podcast. You're, you're gonna have one. to go to New Orleans. That's fine because yeah. I think you you have a better chance of. Uh, I don't know what's something really hard. Winning the lottery. Winning the lottery <laughs> than getting than getting Eric at the Baton Rouge. No, that's fine. Look, I have yeah, no problem. Look, yeah. the podcast is mobile. We've gone to Port Orleans. Yeah, We've done true. stuff at Urban South. Like, I have no issue traveling to Let's to go where I need to go. I I just need to to plan a day where I'm at Brewery for the first part of the day, okay. and then I'm at Parlo the next part They're of the day. They're right there by each other. Yeah, they, Let's it's do it. not. It's like ten minutes away from each other. It's not that far. Yeah, 10 but I need to walk. make sure I have a hotel that night because I'm not driving back no, after let's both of those. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's figure that out. I feel like we should get a bus. Oh, can we? Can we? Do yeah, that? I think we should do a bus. A I think we bus? need to. We need to go down early. Oh, we just you have those trucks. We just let everybody in the back of the truck. Dude, I got drivers, <laughs> but the problem is Everybody's they drink. Strapped in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hot some, as hell, just sweating their ass. I got some vans. The the problem you gonna we can put lawn chairs in them. Everybody be all right. But if we hit a bump, then we, then it's a not, mess. Let, let's let's try to like lawn chairs. Yeah, probably not a good idea. No, no, no. But yeah, let's try no, to plan something. We can on oh in the van. Let's what? try to plan so we we go down there like on a Saturday. Let's okay. do it. You know, and we spend the night and come back like like we all like Sunday we all wake up and go get yeah. brunch somewhere, get some food, and we head back you know to BR. Love, but like let's that. spend a Saturday at Brewery and Parlor. We'll uh we'll set it up and podcast. I think I got, I got you. Yeah. Drew, get on that. This Got is it. this Congressman is going to happen. Drew is making so it the, happen. This, <laughs> is the, this is probably you're probably not going to like the fact that this is this is going to happen. We're, we're going to have an answer before the end of this podcast. God, dude, you, if you can make that happen, What's your yeah. uh, weekend rotation for your daughter. Uh, so it's every other weekend. Mm-hmm. So he's going to program so, this into his schedule. 
if I look at yeah. my so like this weekend I have my daughter. Okay. So if you if you look at it that way, what about like, like July sixteenth. Yes. I have my daughter that weekend. Okay, so we'll have to, we'll bump it one one more before so like or after the ninth so and the twenty third of my open weekends okay. of July. I, okay, I can do the twenty third. I can't do after. You can, can you do the ninth? Yes. The, my name the, for that because Danielle will be out of town for the twenty third, and we got to have her there. Okay, yeah. It's sorry. so the weekend after. Right, let's aim for the ninth. Huh? Can, so the ninth is the ninth is yeah. what we're gonna aim for. I like it. I got it for Parlo and yep, a brewery. It's gonna happen. Now. Yes. Taylor says he's coming for that You can't mention these these (laughs) things to him. Yeah, everybody come on for that day. Everybody go visit these breweries. So we're still trying to figure out how to work in. uh, We got a couple trips, so we're trying to make as a company. I got a Houston trip coming up soon, so I'm going to pay pay a visit over to Spindletap as well. Let me know. Um, We can get you hooked up at at a bunch of different breweries. I was going to let Carlos know that. Well, so we get you hooked up at Spindletap, obviously. We get you hooked up at Equal Parts, Great Heights. Baba Brew House, like yeah, uh, I'm, bring, I'm bringing yeah. podcast gear with me. So. Oh, dude, we can get you hooked up, <laughs> yeah. dude. As you said, you're mobile. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You're ready. We it's... went through Houston like herpes. Like it was. <laughs> Jeez, Simplex One. Yes, it was crazy, dude. Wow. We wild. went through that that's town. That's that's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah. So so, yeah. back <laughs> a, a few years ago, Ingenious was like a very big and popular brewery. Yeah. Before the pandemic, they were doing some really cool things. And then they just kind of like dropped off the radar for a while. Like, they're still off the radar. Yeah. A, so like at, when you guys talked to them, when you went by, yeah, ING, it's like what was the vibe you were getting from those guys? Um, they really wanted to work with us because they were working with some other places. Um, there were a lot of competing thoughts within the company about whether or not we should kind of move forward with them. Um, and I think that Ingenious. You know, they did something that was super unique, but it it wasn't that it wasn't reproducible. Yeah. And so I think that our local guys have started to really step up and do those types of things. And so at that point, it's like, do I really want to bring them in so that they can compete directly against guys that are in my backyard? Right. They're and, clearly stepping up their craft. Yeah. I mean, okay. the people in our backyard. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it seems like for a, for a hot minute – Ingenious and 420 Brewing, yeah, were like the two hot breweries. Like everybody wanted beer from these guys, and, and we're putting out like thing. really yeah. quality stuff. Yeah, and like they were doing like they did that whole Avengers Infinity Stone uh, beer yes. lineup. Like the I was Infinity I, Stone thing was awesome, dude. I was dying. I was like, I need all these beers. I need the glassware, the T-shirts. I need oh, all yeah. this shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So we we went to Ingenious and and we drank a ton of beer. We we bought a lot of beer. And we got the tour, and that's that's when we drove drew uh, all the penises across <laughs> all the beer going to Modern Hops. Yeah, so Atlanta, you're welcome. Uh, ours are bigger. Wow. And facts. Yeah, facts. Our cans are bigger. And so at that point, like, you know, we had so many other breweries that we were kind of like trying to dive into, and that we wanted to get beer from, and it just, you know. The, the beer landscape in Louisiana, getting beer into the state has become increasingly more difficult, um, especially since, like, some of the things that I thought would have made it easier, um, you know, like the the change in the system to, to make, instead of, like, hey, let's fill out a form and mail yeah. it in. Well, now COVID, that, that form sits on somebody's desk for six months so they come back in the office. Right. 
um, you, then you got to email it, right? And then you got to you got to know all these little things, right? And then you're emailing things in. Then there's more scrutiny by the ATC, and then there's you know there's so many different things that are just kind of all competing against getting beer and product into the state that it just becomes so increasingly difficult that you're just like, man, I'm just going to deal with what I got here, which is good because, but the problem is we're not having the breweries pop up here. Right. If we had, if, if that was the case, we had breweries popping up like every other day, like I would be a hundred percent Louisiana breweries all, all day long. Yeah. You, you day in, say, day you out. Say, you can say all you fucking know, day. You can say it. Fuck the rest <laughs> there of you them, go. right? All right. That's the way I would be because this is my home. This yeah. is where I'm from, and I am 1,000% against, uh, uh, you know, before everybody right. in this state. Yeah. Whether I carry them or not. But that's just, it's not the case. It is not the case. I wish it was. So what I need is Facebook Live, people listening. Start a brewery, you know, don't, don't on it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing yeah. it right now. Start a brewery, but don't, don't go in. I, I need you to not go into it blind. Do some research. Do, your do some research. Do your Talk to other yeah. breweries. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's easy to be sitting at home in your home brewing. And it's like, you know yeah. what? I'm going to start my own brewery. Yeah. Oh. I want to hold on a second. Yeah. And like, yeah. just ask some other breweries around, and just yeah. like feel it out before you jump into that mm-hmm. lake. One hundred percent. When I was brewing beer, I was the best home brewer in the state. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Award everybody and everybody, award, yeah. yeah, that's what everybody. Everybody yeah. told me that. All his friends said he had the best beer they've ever drank. Ruination of Gill, which was like my favorite beer that I've ever done, was like the greatest beer ever made. <laughs> and to this date, it may still be, but. Could I produce that on a mass scale at the at the quality? No. And is it replicable? Absolutely not, because I have no clue what I did when I brewed that beer, because I was drunk as shit. <laughs> well, I mean, ju- moving from a homebrew scale to a production scale oh. is a giant fucking leap. And yeah. like a lot of people don't understand yeah. that. The same way like that people don't understand how beer is brewed, that walk into a brewery and like, hey, I want this beer. Can you mm-hmm. brew it now? Yeah. Like you can't brew that in the morning and it's done at night. That's like not tea, how this dude. fucking works. It's like tea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Taylor's asking another question. Oh, shit, Taylor. Taylor's he's got all. He's, he's, he's got all the questions. On it. He's asking any thoughts about replacing Southern Grist with anything else. I feel like it doesn't sell down here. It. He's not wrong. He's not no. wrong. <clears throat> which which what the fuck? It's Southern. Grist. Yeah, and they've got great beer, like, and they have amazing fucking beer. Yeah, I don't understand why people are sleeping on but, Southern Grist. So, so yeah, so we brought yeah, down like we brought down Southern Crisp, yeah, which was uh, their one of their loggers that yeah, they did. And it, was it was good, crispy, it was crispy really lager. Good. Then we had it was a Southern. What was the other one? Grits. It was Grits, yeah. which was their corn lager, yep, which was pre-prohibition. Might be better than the Southern Crisp. Fucking amazing. Yeah. Yep. I'm throwing really my hands good. up in case you can't see it. <laughs> nope. If you're not watching the feed, he's doing and his thing with his hands. Like, what the fuck are you people doing? Yeah. You're sleeping on this shit. And it was, they were all amazing. It didn't, but, make, it didn't make sense to but me. But you know what? It's, it, as soon as oh. you would drop Southern Gris, then you get a ton of fucking people blowing up your Facebook page going, where's Southern Gris beer? Why can't I get the Southern Gris beer? 
Yeah, yeah. I just ignore the Facebook page and I'm just like, get out in the market and find it. Do some footwork. Buy it. That's what I had to do. Yeah, buy, yeah. buy yeah. the beer. That's the that's the big thing. It's, uh, Go out and buy the fucking beer. It's examples. It. It's examples like that. Taylor says he buys it. Just can't believe it sits. I, I yeah. agree with well, him. I Taylor. It. I'll sell yeah. it all to you, but it's an, <laughs> at a discount. Everything. That's a brewery. <laughs> that's a brewery with. Yeah, they do some sours and things, but like those are more you know low key styles. Yeah, and just kind of hangs out. Right. For it's a not while. that haze, dude. Everybody wants that. What Everybody was that? wants the, the greens, the lettuce, the lettuce. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, do you guys yes, find it, wants. do you guys find it difficult? Like, there's these breweries that are outside Louisiana that a lot of craft brewery, a lot of craft beer nerds love and want those beers here. But also, there's a lot of craft breweries in Louisiana that are brewing solid fucking beers that could compete with these these breweries yeah. that are out of state. Well, I believe that. Like, do you have issues to where, like, you're judging what you should bring in? Oh, 100%. Like, we, like we, you were yeah, talking yeah, about, like starting to be picky, like starting to be yeah, like, oh yeah, we definitely I want to, I want to pick and choose who we, I'm bringing in. We look at what we bring in every single time based on kind of what we have in the market in our current portfolio, and then maybe even what we have in the market. Well, what other beers are in the market? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like gnarly barley, they're half, right? Yeah. Like we weren't bringing in halves from other breweries because their half was fucking solid. Yeah, it's a good half. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But you know what? They peak too early. Then Agile rolls in with their half. Yeah, and it's, so Agile's half is awesome. It yes, was. absolutely. It yeah. It's really good. Who the fuck releases a half in the winter of, in Louisiana? <laughs> wait a month, dude. Zach, wait a month. Well, because I feel like Zach was probably thinking, we're in Louisiana. It's the winter well, time, it, it, which it's means it's almost. 70 degrees. <laughs> so, like, I'm not going to put out a stout right now. I'm not yeah. going to put out a hef. He peaked so too I early. So, I get that. He peaked too early. Uh, Eric on the Facebook Live says, swap Southern Grist out for Bearded Iris. What is Bearded Iris? Okay. I don't know. Oh, oh. So oh this you're not, is, you're this not is, familiar with Bearded Iris? No. Oh, wow. okay. So, this is pre-Drew. We had a lot of discussions Pre-Drew. with them. Mm-hmm. Pre-Congressman so, Drew before he got on board. Senator. <laughs> Senator. I'm sorry. Senator. Senator. So we had uh, so we had a lot of discussions with them, and so with them, it's, it is a capacity issue. So once okay. we get the capacity up at that brewery, fuck yes, I'm gonna flood the market Dude, with their beer. Give me all the beer at Irish. Dude, Tennessee is killing it. Dude, killing it right See, now. That's what I understand. Like when when Taylor was talking about Southern Grist, when I went up to Nashville and went up to Southern Grist and went in their tap room. Mm-hmm. I literally could have stayed there all People fucking day. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, they had so many great beers on tap. Yeah. And, like, the people that I were with were, like, ready to move on to the next spot. But they ended up, mm-hmm. we left there, and they were like, well, we got to go get ready for tonight. So I got them to drop me off at Bearded Iris. I'm like, fuck y'all. I'm going to Bearded Iris. Y'all can do whatever y'all want to do. Rightly and so. I, I had been drinking flights all day. When I got to Bearded Iris, they were doing a ramen pop-up, and it was packed, and they weren't doing flights. Ooh. They were like... Wait, ramen pop up? Is that the, like a uh, food truck? Thing? No, it was inside. Oh, inside. The, it was okay. inside bearded, bearded Iris. That's cool. Like they were in the. Like, like the, I would, be, I would go to that. The rock and rock. What the? What is that? The burger thing? No, it was no. like that. Yeah. It was like they were in like a little, not a shopping center, but like the, like where their space is oh, in I Nashville. Know you're about, like Mr. Beast. Yeah, is it yeah. Mr. Beast? Like I don't burgers. I have no like idea. Ramen. By that time, I was fucking hammered. But they were doing like ramen, ramen to go and shit. 
And I got to the bar and I was like asking ramen for a flight, and the bartender was like, "We're not doing flights." Oh, right now, ramen! Man. I thought you said Robin. No, oh, ramen. Taylor, ramen. Taylor says it's called Black Dynasty. Oh, maybe that was it. I don't know. There I was hammered. I've been you drinking beer since like nine a.m. that morning. <laughs> like we started off at a hot chicken place, and I was drinking beers there. Dude, hot like, chicken. Oh, what? Dude. Tennessee but, killing it. Oh, food absolutely. And beer, absolutely. But so, when I got to Bearded Iris, they were like, we're not doing flights. So I was like, yeah, all right. I don't want to go. And my first pint was a fucking barrel-aged stout. I'm like, right, I'll take that. I just pointed at it. I didn't know what it was. I'm like, I'll take this. And I got fucking hammered at Bearded Iris. But but going back to Southern Grist, I literally could spend an entire day there just hanging out and drinking That's beer. That's what I've heard. I've never Everything was fucking delicious. So there's definitely dude. a disconnect, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just I, I don't absolutely. get it. I don't. It, well, it's we definitely talk about it. I don't want to get too in the weeds, but like we talk about it, like is it a is it a brand recognition thing? Is it a name ID thing? Like nobody knows what that is. But Southern Grist well, is you know, known. P- I feel yeah, like in the craft I, beer community, I feel like, like it people is too. know who Southern Southern, Southern Grist well. is. But I think there's a larger issue here. It's like you know we can have all these things in Tennessee, we can have them in Georgia, yeah. we can have them in Florida, we can't have them here in Louisiana. I was kind of going there. Well, in the tourism sense too. Like, well, it's like everything here in Louisiana. We get something in, mm-hmm. it's the new shiny toy. Everybody jumps on it immediately. And then after a couple weeks, all right, what's yeah. next? Yeah. What, what, what's yeah. coming yeah. next? It's like the and new they pet. ignore oh, what that is. I, yeah. I fucking they, hate that so much. His neck and yeah. I firmly believe, Chuck, that it is because everything gets here so late. Oh, we're, oh yeah, dude, always, we're, we're so behind on everything. They're cloud chasing the next thing. Like, Agreed. You Agreed. and I could have made a billion dollars on rolled ice cream for about three weeks. Oh, dude. And then we had, we'd have to shut the company down. Dude, literally, <laughs> this was in 2000, <laughs> I think, 16. Uh-huh. When I was working with Jay and I was doing I was doing sales for Jay Cody. Yep. We did a Red Beans and Rice tour of Texas. To do a taco team research when he was when he was wanting to open government taco, mm-hmm. he wanted to go like we're going to go through Texas, we're going to stop at these breweries, and we're going to we're going to cook red beans and rice to support ourselves going through Texas, but we're going to hit all these taco joints. And we got to McAllen, Texas, and oh, yeah. we went to this food truck park at the border. Yeah, we went yeah. to this food truck park, <laughs> and there was an ice cream place doing rolled up ice cream like. This is fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. In 2016, yeah. yep. flash forward three years later, it comes to Baton Rouge and everybody's losing their fucking mind. There's a line. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. you guys are three years late on this. This has been a thing in Texas for yeah. three fucking years. I've been complaining yep. about this for a long time. For, for 20 for, yeah, years. For a long time. It's, dude, it, Louisiana is dead last catching up to everything. Every so, like, fucking trend that's example? going going around the country... It comes here at the end of it but when it's sh- fading out. But it shouldn't be about trends. Like this should be yeah. part of our culture. By I now. agree. That's what I'm saying. I though. agree. But what like- is an example of something that like won the day on that? Like it was maybe new to us and actually survived. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> Taylor brings yeah. up a good fact. Crumble Cookie is that right now. Crumble Cookie was a big thing He's a couple right. years ago, and now right. it's like it, it, the franchise finally got to Louisiana. And everybody's losing their shit. It's like this has been a thing for five years. Yeah. Everywhere else in the fucking country. Yeah. I've had a cookie dough cookie like eight times before Crumble came here. Yeah, it's a it's Boom. a giant overpriced fucking cookie. Yeah, it's not that good. It's not. Thank you. 
Tell it's my not, kids that. It's not that good. Yeah, uh, it's because it's new, know. it's yeah. shiny, and it's a giant fucking cookie, and everybody's like, oh, look at this. It's not that fucking good, people. I want my money it, back. it really uh, isn't. It's not. You need a cosigner to go to the yard. <laughs> oh, dude. I haven't been there because everybody says it's a $16 milkshake. I can't pay $16 for milkshake. What am I going to do with it's that? It's like, I, do I fill up my truck or do yeah. I go to the yard? Right. I'm not doing it. I, really I can walk home from the yard. Yes, you can. But it's a it's a little walk for you, but yeah, it's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a it, you can't walk from yeah, there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't. I'm not shitting on them. I just don't. <laughs> I'm not shitting on them either. But I'm not, not going. I'm going to choose to participate in. If I'm going to bring my kids to go to the yard to get milkshakes, I'm not going to spend eighty dollars on fucking milkshakes. Yeah, no, it's not going to happen. Sorry. Correct. So, so I think they need to pivot. I think they should pivot their business model. But I think as as a whole, like Louisiana, I think we need to get out of this whole like we're last at everything. Because I think it, it took a while for Tennessee to do this, and I think Tennessee is really reaping the benefits now. Yeah, because they've gotten out of that mindset that we're last at everything. True, yeah. we're always last. Texas and, just builds it. I know it's not right. a one to one comparison, Texas, but like they just build. No, it. yeah, that's the problem. Louisiana wants to sit here and wait for it to come. Yeah, instead of yeah. fucking going after yeah. it, and just like bringing it yeah. here. Let's send our like, politicians yeah. to Atlanta, to yeah. like, wherever, and fucking gonna, study yeah. how we're they just did gonna this. wait here and let it come here, and then yeah. then we'll be cool for having yeah. it here. No, you're fucking a year late on this fucking trend that everybody else was doing. Yeah. If you know something is hot and is fucking popping, mm-hmm. go after it. So yeah. bring it in. A great example of that, right? So we went and looked at Atlanta, um, Austin, like what, 10 years ago? The city of Baton Rouge, like we flew all our people over to Austin, right? 10 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Austin was already like on the upswing. Yeah. Yeah. I like, guarantee you. Look at, northern, at, look at northern Arkansas right now. They have the same trajectory as, as Austin. Right yeah, now. So it's probably yeah. like one Before, of the tech hubs. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Feel. Before it happens. Look at what they're doing now. You know, fuck the rest of the noise. Look at what they're doing now. But you know what? Our people aren't going to go look at that because they're no. too busy fighting over whether or not St. George should happen Ugh. or like all any of this other bullshit Stupid that's shit. happening. This Stupid fucking shit. Yeah. Nobody cares. No. Nobody cares. Our let's look at more ways care. to divide our Stacks. fucking city as opposed to like, let's bring some cool shit in here that's fucking like hot. They, they can bring this relevant. together. Yeah. Yeah. No, no we yeah. don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. Right. It's dumb. All right, I have no beer in my, oh, in my glass here, sorry. sorry. So dip into your magic bag and Drew pull something like, out. That is job. This is the worst podcast. This is the worst podcast ever. We're an hour and eleven minutes into. We've had two beers. I you think. start talking to Drew well, about really, politics, yeah, and we really went. And he's just gonna send it. He's full mm. send. Don't do a stout. Well, I think that's our only option left. Is uh, no, we can drink some we haven't had on the. We drank this these on the all, radio. All, I know all I've got's a koji. Let's drink. We could you hit the koji. All I've got's a koji. Are you, you? What's a koji? I don't even oh, know what the fuck yeah. that is. Break it out. Yes. Break it out. This is the <laughs> most. <laughs> this is the most Japanese beer ever brewed in oh, Tennessee. Yeah. In Tennessee, of all <laughs> in Tennessee, perfect. Of all places, uh, I agree with Taylor. He says so they need more uh, Whataburgers in Nola and North <laughs> in the North Shore, dude. In Baton Rouge itself, there's right only back. one Whataburger it, in Baton Rouge. The other, boy. the closest one to Baton Rouge is in Gonzales. Wait, Whataburger? Well, there's two in Baton Rouge now. I'm sorry, they just opened one over by campus on Burbank. Yeah, but we got that one on Segan. Yeah, but and that was the only one for how many years? Oh, forever. Forever. Yeah. Like the other, the other closest one is in Gonzales, and then they opened this new one on Burbank. Like we, I am the biggest Whataburger proponent 
you'll find. I love fucking Whataburger. We have to start something in the city, in the state, that that basically, like, you know, we just say, fuck all the noise. We all get together, and then we try to push for change. Yes, agreed. Because, like, you know what? We're, we are the majority. Yeah, you know, 100%. The, the fringes, the left and the right, you know, they're just they're they're the loudest and they and they get the most attention and then everybody in the middle suffers. So we need to figure out a way to band together and and be the voice of the city. Yeah. And push us forward. Because I'm tired of, you know, when I when I went to LSU, everybody that I knew, everybody that I grew up with, everybody left. Yeah. And we had a few that stayed. And then there were a few guys that came in that, that opened a few restaurants. And I was super excited, right? We got, like, Overpass Merchant. You know, yeah. we got a couple of other restaurants that were opening up. Like, I'm like, yes. We got guys coming back into the city. And we're just going to kill it. And it's just not happening anymore. No, it's not. It is, And so we need that. You know? I, people, are, people are moving out of the state. They're going yeah, other places. Yeah. I mean, you got guys that don't, like, fucking 15 car washes in the city. They're making a killing, right? Yeah. Because... Because they're feeding off all the people that, that buy these over-expensive cars Ugh. that have to get them fucking washed every right. day, right? And it, we just, we, there's, no, there's no balance. It's like rich people feeding off of poor people, and, and, and then we end up with crime where poor people are having to rob rich people because, you know, not, not that all poor people commit crimes. I'm not trying to say no, that, no, but I no. mean, you just have these, it's, it's just these ebb and flows where it's just like, there, there's such a great divide up and down and right. and left and right and there and we're just all stuck in the middle and we we just can't move forward because no. we're not a unified voice we have we have places that pop up in Baton Rouge like this supper club shit Ugh. like I'm not even gonna shit on the supper club but it, it's fucking expensive I'm not I'm not gonna shit on well I want to go. I want to go, and because I've had a bunch of friends that went, and they spent a ton of money, and they're telling me how much they spent and what they did, and I want to go. And then maybe I'll shit on it after I go, if it's bad. But it may be the best fucking meal I've ever had in my life. I mean, it, it doesn't matter though. It doesn't matter. It, it's the fact that it's so inclusive. Wait, exclusive. Exclusive. Thank yeah. you. Exclusive. That it's like you, you've got to make these reservations. There's a dress code. And it, the fact that they're trying to put Vegas in the middle of Baton Rouge for these people that – this that is the problem. Happen. If they're going to go to – if they want a Vegas experience, they're going to go to Vegas. They have the money to go to Vegas. This isn't something that's going to draw your mainstream Baton Rouge people that go out to eat dinner every night to go to a place to drop fucking 35 bucks an ounce – on steak, on a wagyu steak that you uh, can't get anywhere else. It's that's expensive steak. It's very expensive. I need an ounce. This is <laughs> the I'm we're talking about the supper club. club. This is something that is not sustainable in Baton Rouge. There's no fucking way it's going to succeed unless they open it up more, change the fucking menu, lower prices. I get what you're trying to do. But the people that can afford to go to Miami, to have this experience, will go to Miami, will go to Vegas, will go to L.A., wherever. They're but, not going to go to – they're not fucking driving down the street of Baton Rouge and doing this all the fucking time. It's not going to happen. problem, though, dude. That kind of shit, like Supper Club, that should be Louisiana. 
You know, you know what I mean? Like that should be Louisiana. That should be New Orleans. That should be Baton Rouge. That should be Lafayette. It should be. And that, that's that, because we fucking we are the the greatest. We have we have the greatest culinary history in the state. No, in, I in agree the, with in the that. country. I you agree. Know, find me somewhere else that has more influences than Louisiana. No, there there's no other place. There there isn't. But a place like the Supper and, Club can't work in Baton Rouge. It, it could. It could it but could it, work here. It could work in New Orleans. It could work. It everywhere. could work in New Orleans. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Well, why can't it work here? We have the pop. We have the population. We have the population. We have the money. But Baton Rouge is not a destination city. Why? New Orleans is why a destination is it not a city. Dest- well, I was going to talk about this earlier. We're not anymore. But but why not, is it not a destination city? Because we're an afterthought compared to New yeah. Orleans and, and even Lafayette. Like because when it comes to food culture here in Louisiana yeah. it's always New Orleans and Lafayette mm-hmm. Baton Rouge is in the middle of that because they feel like Baton Rouge has no identity we, they draw from New Orleans the and they draw from Lafayette about this all the time. We but don't I have feel an like identity. but I feel like the identity is they take from New Orleans and Lafayette and create their own fusion with it here yes, yes. here yeah. okay I feel like yes. that's what that's what people are missing and not understanding about Baton Rouge cuisine they're not understanding that we're t- we're taking from here and taking from here and creating our own our own twist. But something like a supper club, yeah, I don't think that can work. Here. They should do that though. They should do that. They should take culinary in, like inf- inspiration from everywhere in the state and do it. I think that's a great example. I agree, and, and that could be something like why don't we why don't we push for that here in the state? Drew is like he's itching to talk. I can look at him. He wants to say it. But why can't we do that here? No, I agree. we have inspiration from all these places, and then we use that as our marketing tool? Because, I mean, what what the hell is anybody coming to Baton Rouge for? Tiger football. 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 That's it. Maybe some baseball. Maybe. But it's more, we are a football town. But that's it. That's Bad, it. College town. Baton Rouge you know, is a is a is a college town yeah. in the middle of like a wannabe big city. We suck. Like, Baton Rouge wants to be something, but but the people won't embrace it. The people won't embrace it. Our government won't embrace it. We have a mayor that's too busy fighting, you know, something that is probably going to happen anyway. Yeah. And instead of like focusing on the city, in 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 fighting, she's like. Totally neglecting everything else yeah, around time her. And so, like yeah, everything in Baton Rouge is just getting hosed. I agree. Right? So I can stick to the man in St. George. And I mean, shit. Like you try to drive from from South Baton Rouge to North Baton Rouge in forty five minutes. I challenge you. Good luck. Yeah. Yes. Good because luck. the lights aren't in sync. They no, got potholes. Traffic. Yeah. There's no cops. There are no cops in certain areas of the town because we don't know who needs to service these areas. Because we've annexed them, and then we've de-annexed them, and then we got sheriffs and troopers and fucking Baton Rouge police all up in the same thing. Brought to you by nobody shows up. No, I don't even want to run for mayor. You know what? Because fuck it, I can't do shit here because all these other motherfuckers that are in the game. No, and that's the problem. Because nobody gives a shit about anything other than their fucking neighborhood in North Baton Rouge. And not even that, they care about what uh, they they care about what they can put in their pockets. That that's the main Boom. thing. They care about what they can put in their pockets. It's all about them. It's they can they can come out there and talk about it's about the neighborhood, it's about the city. It's not. Yep. It's a personal thing. It's all about what they can put in their pocket. But like going back to the culinary scene and even the craft beer scene here in Baton Rouge and Louisiana, we can like 
draw craft beer can draw mm-hmm. like like the food scene oh. from all over the state and yeah. create these these new and unique. Oh, yeah. One person who gets a lot of like, I feel like doesn't get the recognition he deserves in the craft beer world, and he 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 flies by the seat of his own pants and does what he wants to do. It's Carlos not at Bayou Tash Brewery. Yeah, Carlos don't give a fuck. Carlos don't give a fuck. Carlos, like Carlos. Carlos wants to make the beer he wants to make. Yes, and he can. But and he can, and he's making beer. That is relatable to the area that that brewery is in. Yep, he's taking ingredients and in the culture point. of Arnoldville and yep. Acadiana yep. and putting that into the beers. Yep, and he gets laughed at and fucking ridiculed but, by but so many fucking people. people from across the state. His tap room is the best tap room experience, bar none, in the entire fucking state. I will argue that. Yeah, I will die on this hill. That fucking spot. Jay and I were out there. This past Memorial Day weekend, it was packed, tons of people drinking beer, eating pizza. There was Cajun music yep. going on. It's the experience of that brewery. Yep. I, and people weren't out there not drinking his beer. They were drinking the beer, and it's good beer. I think he did the the best thing he could do was like pull out a Destro and become a, a brew pub. No, it was it was the best move on his part. It was absolutely the best thing. Now he he's could doing do. tiki drinks and all these yes. other things out there, and the tiki drinks are fucking good. Yes, because like so, a lot of the beers that he did weren't made from Ash Distro. No, like they like, weren't. You know, find me somebody can drink a four pack of the gumbo beer. While it was an amazing beer, but technically, you, like I want to have one. You want to have one, I'm or you want to share four. that with someone? It's yeah. a good beer. It tastes like gumbo. It, yes. it, it achieved its purpose, but yes. it's not something you could put on the store shelves for people to buy. Yes, exactly. And so it, I think he, I think he, like Eric Avery, will fucking kill it as a brew pub. Yeah. Versus distro. You gotta go. I, I mean, a little bit. Oh. Yeah, we're about to wrap things yeah. up in a bit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Oh. Carlos has been crushing it. At, at the brewery. Absolutely. It's it's a destination spot. The beers are good. The Cajun sauce or pizza, if you haven't had it, people, Jesus Christ. Get, Get a Smokey in the Boonie and Detroit style. It's amazing. Interesting. And, and, okay. Dude, cool. it, that, that's Detroit? the way to go. Detroit style. But, and also, Carlos is one of the, the kindest and nicest people you will meet who owns a brewery. Like, he's, for him to come, like, you go there He's not even like on the brew floor or anything. He's in the pizza kitchen making pizza, but he will come out there and talk to you and ask you how you're doing. He like he's so friendly and just like down to earth. And you don't meet a lot of those people in the craft beer world. Like a lot of owners for craft breweries sometimes are just not there. Like they have other people there that will take care of those things. Like when you're in a brewery, they'll say hey to you and whatever. Uh, it's a lot of non-existent owners. A lot of non-existent owners. Yeah. Uh, but Carlos has been successful with this with this move out of distribution, and like you said, Eric Avery as well. Yep. He has said he's been more successful and more profitable selling beer now that he's not in distribution. And it's just like you know, no. it's the numbers are, are astounding. They are. They are. They're very astounding. <laughs> and I, I, you have if you haven't been to to Bayou Tesh, if you haven't been to to Crying Eagle, both facilities are fantastic. They're amazing. Absolutely. Go check out both of these spots if you haven't been there yet. Uh, They're fantastic breweries. And 
they seem to be doing the right thing now that they're out of distribution and doing their own thing. And, you know, hopefully it works out for them in the long run. Uh, let's wrap things up. One Unless you beer? have another beer, you won't do one more one beer. One more beer. All right. Which one? I'm stepping away for a sec. I'm stepping away for okay. a second. I'm gonna yeah. let you guys. Oh my god, I came. Oh, I got a host us. I'm gonna let you guys there take over the mic just for one second. You got it. I've been holding, uh, going to the bathroom yeah. in for like 30 minutes. Go ahead. So it's been longer this. than that, but um, I hope you guys are ready. I mean, we're about to just. You're gonna enjoy this on the edit. So what are we talking about, man? I mean, like, so I'm thinking about this free, as a five minute block. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's probably taking a shit. <laughs> so I'm thinking, like, I really want to do things to make Baton Rouge a better place to live. Yeah. Like, New Orleans has just turned into a shit show. Um, yeah, Lafayette is hurting. I mean, we're all going to be hurting down here. Like, how do we make Baton Rouge better? How do we keep yeah. people here? Well, I mean, how- we talk about it all the time. Um, <clears throat> you know, we, we're we a town where people leave for 10 years and end up back because their parents are still here. Or, yeah. Or you know, whatever reason. You know, grandkids, things like that. A couple different reasons. But I, um, but, but we lose those 10 years yeah. where they're we the most productive. Create, I know. We have to create an environment um, for jobs, education, infrastructure that is not lagging behind which unfortunately we are about education lacking here (laughs) in baton rouge we have to create that environment so that people can thrive they want to be left alone they want to have a you know they want to have a family work on their business their craft their trade whatever and be left alone i feel like at this point they don't feel like anybody's listening no and it's a kind of a vicious cycle broken record yeah kind of deal right now so what i what i said though is focusing on those pillars and having people with skin in the game helps it's not a panacea like it didn't it's not a cure-all yeah um but i think it's part of the equation so we're talking about how to keep people here and creating that environment so Ah, okay you know not having a Send people away for ten to fifteen years, and they eventually make it back because their parents, so you know, begged them. We lose hard these people to leave. We lose them ten to fifteen years, which is their greatest productivity years, right? Yes. So we lose all the creativity and everything yeah, else. The innovation, great. exactly, all of that, all so, of that. But so, if you know, real quick, if you notice, like all these uh, business permits and incorporations are like through the roof in certain parts, you know, certain parts of the state. But you're like, what it? What is there? What is new? What is there? You know, creating more jobs, more opportunity. Agree, yeah. You know, for working class families, things like that. Um, <clears throat> we have to get rid of all these bad. I mean, there's a lot of bad connotations for things. You know, what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You know that that happens a lot. People fall into that trap. For sure, yeah, absolutely. Because they get berated uh, by the everything around them, media. Social media, um, et cetera. Yeah, I think there's uh, Chuck and I wrapping up after this beer. I mean, I know there. Oh, shit. Exploded. Oh, oh, got a, got a little situation there. All good. Sorry. There's a, there's a way. Um, I think we uh, I think we have to stop hoping for the answer from one, one, uh, one person. So what does that mean for us? In the mayoral race, right? We got, what, a year or two of 
24. We have to vote for a new mayor? Two years? Yeah, 24. 24. So two years. 2024. Senator Drew says two more years. Two years. So, uh, yeah, it's with the presidential, our mayor's race. So, I mean, we, I feel like we, we kind of we got fucked on the presidential. So what do we do when it comes to the mayor? <laughs> he was glaring and, at Chuck for the, you know. And, and you know what? You know, I'm not even going to no. say whether Democrat or Republican. I just feel like we got fucked because, I mean, the dude was way too old for the job. He well, know you got you got at. you got a bumbling idiot on one side and Grandpa Joe on the other side. Yeah. Both fucking parties did a piss poor job they really of did. having someone to put in in the in the place to run the country. Yeah, it's it's I, as simple as that. This but, fucking two party system is stupid. It's I fucking antiquated. Earlier. It needs people, to fucking go. America. Are, uh, I, hashtag America. I meet so many people that are so disengaged, and I don't blame them at all because. It's just such a shit show, yeah, dude. It's 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 laughable. Well, the rest of the world looks at us and just fucking just giggles. I, it's I it's ridiculous. But we're uh, still we're still the best at everything. Yeah, we're we're the we're definitely the best at fucking mass shootings, dude. If you okay. want to go there, all right. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to go, go there either. I don't want to go because I don't on think show do, at all. But, yeah, because I mean, we probably have different opinions. But when I when I think about what we currently have. In leadership, like we've had it, we've had a decline in everything across the board. Oh, across the board, one hundred percent. I and, agree. And, you know, I feel like there's Trump, no community anymore. Yeah, you no, feel like that? no. Oh no, no. I agree. I agree, one hundred percent. No clue who their neighbor is. No, no, not right? at all. Well, that, I know who my neighbors are. I just choose not, not to like well, talk with them. But or like, <laughs> no, hold on. But that's like at a visceral level, <clears throat> the a sense of community is very hard to come by. Oh, agreed, one hundred percent. Very hard to come by. Maybe that's the East um, Bay hashtag. Know your neighbors. Yeah, I mean it's, dude. I mean, there's dude, a, there's a lot of people that live in neighborhoods that choose not to know who their neighbors are, mm-hmm. but they want to complain when like something happens. Oh, oh yeah. you, you get know? the Karens. Karens. Yeah, all the Karens, yep. all the fucking Karens. Dude, that Karens. could that could be the that could be the 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 that could be the crux that we uh, we've had. It's like we just don't know uh, who our neighbors are. It's like a to kill a mockingbird, you know. Ooh. See yourself in somebody else's shoes, kind of. Kind Here you of go, Chuck. Cheers. Uh, let me finish. Oh on, shit! Me, I'm still drinking. Uh, what do you think of that Koji Gold? It's good. It's really good. Yeah, you know, it's a Japanese lager. It's brewed in Nashville, in Nashville. That's crazy. No, it's fantastic. This is really good. Yeah. And so, you know what our biggest uh, hang-up on that beer is? Like selling it. Hmm. I want a Japanese lager that's not made in the U.S. Well, guess what? No Japanese loggers are made in the U in right. in, in the uh, in the Japan. They're all made in Houston, yeah, and or, other places, or Wisconsin, or, or was, yeah, yeah, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, yeah, Minnesota. Yeah. yeah, that is the most local lager you're going to drink from right. Japan. Boom. So, so this is from Agile. It's another Agile beer. Yeah, yeah this but, is the foreign export stout. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> doesn't but matter. We're gonna drink it. Doesn't matter. Cheers, dude. Cheers. 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 Drew, Cheers for, uh, oh, yeah. I was reading. Drew, who's not yeah. who's five, drinking, not slash not drinking. Boom. Five six. Yeah. Um, All right. To foreign exports. It is. It is really. Um. It's nice. To it's send the shit to of, China. It's got a lot of character to it. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Man, it's always stout season. I say Man, that all the time. It's you do. Always stout you season. do. I, I I was like that ten years ago. I do not drink as many stouts as I used to. So. Really? What's yeah. why? 
Ooh. I don't know. It's just something about it. Like heavy, <laughs> thick. Like I feel like I'm just going to be... Like, but, the, but there's a lot of stuff that are they're very light bodied that are not. Yeah, heavy. they are. They are. Guinness is a good um, good example of that. Guinness the lightest yeah, stout on the on the market. It's the lightest beer. Guinness. Um, I don't know. I just kind of gravitated away from them. Okay. We, well, I think we've ruined them. We've had some good ones though. Yeah. Remember Drew, the Drew blueberry be... pancake chocolate chip? Ooh, you that were, was good. You were there for that one. That was really that was good. Really good. Drew, that was you used nice. to be 110 pounds, and then we. We've ruined him. Yeah, yeah. He, he, <laughs> he started at Pelican. He was 110 pounds. Now yeah. he's 300. <laughs> swollen. He's really not 300 pounds. But. Well, you got to remember the camera adds 10 pounds. Yeah. yeah. So you got to yeah. remember that as well. Yeah. We've ruined him. No, we're <laughs> We've I'm ruined him. No, well, I, I people, say I've ruined him because he's here because of I, me. I was talking about this. I'm glad he's here. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know if people agree with me, but I feel like as a, a gateway to craft beer, if people like drink dark beer, they're like, I can do anything. You ever think about that? They're I like, mean, I drink dark beer. Yeah, because like, it's what, like you get a badge. Well, the problem honor. is, if non-craft Maybe beer drinkers look at look at dark beers and be like, oh, that's so heavy and yeah. so thick, and it's the complete opposite oh, a lot of the time. I hear that about Guinness all the time. Yeah, oh, it's, it's super thick, <laughs> and I'm like, what are you no, talking about? Because it's because the, the, it's the nitrogen beer. fucking capsule in yeah. the can. Yes. That's it. It's got like less calories than a Mick Ultra. Yes. Boom. Yeah. Blow your mind. <laughs> you know. Yeah, they think it's like a loaf of bunny bread. Yeah, and it's not. It's, it's not. fucking so light. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but the problem is with all the nitrogen, I can't drink ten of them on the boat while I'm fishing. And, and no, no, know. fair enough. No, you might yeah. explode. Yeah, because I could drink ten <laughs> Mick Ultras easy. But you know what uh, I, I mean? Do, it's like yeah. that sturdiness. No, like, I, 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 I get that. I noticed yeah. this years ago like i didn't even seriously like i was like i don't even know craft beer is like i drank a lot of foreign stuff i used to go to the cove oh yeah all the time yeah the cove i mean i'm drinking like engine oil oh dude old engine oil dude i remember old engine oil dude thank you besides Guinness, like i loved it my favorite stout ever made my favorite (laughs) stout one of those like don't inject yourself with lysol (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh i'm drinking engine oil (laughs) it was good my favorite stout ever was old rasputin oh yeah oh yeah old rasputin is like that's that's the fucking best about best stout ever made but i remember going to calandro's and and somebody said you should yeah. try old engine oil. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm a, and like, <laughs> I poured it. It literally looked like engine oil yes. pouring out of a fucking so bottle. Good. You ever have an Ola Dub? Oh yes. Yeah. Oh dude. Yes. Yes. See, like that was that's my, my jam, era. dude. Yeah, that was my air. That was my jam. Yes. yes. Fuck I used yeah. to go to Specs. Oh yeah. Texas, yeah. just to get freaking Ola Dub, dude. We couldn't get shit here. Oh. My eyes are watering. <laughs> He's like, I didn't know he was going to go off on stouts. Dude. Here we are. I, I've heard this oil, before. Oh, yeah, yeah I mean, I used to simple. get Oladub, you know, 12-year, load up. Oh, shit. Um, great beers. Hell great yeah. beers. Dude. All good beers. Great beers. But, yeah, don't look at a dark beer and, and think it's like this thick, fucking <laughs> agreed, heavy agreed. heavy mess. Ultimately, it's I agree. Not sometimes it's not. Like, like Chris said, Guinness... Has less calories than a fucking Michelob Ultra. Yeah, but you know what though? Like the pastry stouts have have fucked a lot of people these years. <laughs> oh yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah, yes. Let's fit eight thousand calories. In a- <laughs> I mean, it's like a chocolate pot pie. Yeah, for sure. You know, just shoving it. Yeah, so not all yeah. stouts are good for you. Yeah, 
True. But Taylor says thanks for bringing Seven Tap down here, and I yeah. agree. Thanks for bringing Seven Tap. You're welcome, they're killing Taylor. It right now. You're welcome, we have Taylor. really enjoyed working with them. Jose and those guys are killing yeah. it. They're Dude, doing a great yes. job. They've been awesome. They uh they came to Zaps and we got to hang out with them after at Mid Tap. Oh, I was and, there. I yeah, was there yeah, for that. Yeah, it, yeah. I was, was I was with them yeah. shotgunning yeah. high noons yes. out on the fucking patio. That was a blast. But yeah, that was a blast. That was a great time. It was a complete I mean, hitting, shit show. Just plug, you know, they're hitting a year. Yeah. So their anniversary party. This, if you find yourself in Shree Vegas. When is this Shree going live? Vegas. Yeah. Wow. When, when Fun row in Shree Vegas. Yeah. Is this going live this weekend? I mean, I could put it up tomorrow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so the For the fourth. Fourth. Yeah. Yes. June. It's their anniversary party. It's their anniversary Check party. Check it out. But. Yeah, we'll have a t- lot of people up there. Taylor, thank you, and thanks for being so attentive yeah. and asking good questions. If you see a yeah. pelican guy, slap him in the face. We will have wow. a contingent see, there. Is Lord is Lord Gosh Lord, be there? Yes, Lord, Lord Gosh, Gosh will be is there. going. Look for the ginger pirate and, yes. uh, and slap him in the head, I guess. Yes, do not sleep with him. <laughs> do not sleep oh, with him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> And on the that lady, note, I think that's, like, that's perfect to end the podcast on yes. that note. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Drew and Chris, thanks for hanging out after the yeah, radio show and absolutely. doing a podcast, man. This sure. is great. It's yeah. An honor. Uh, big shout out to the sponsors for the ABV podcast: Pelican Craft Brands, Cafecito Coffee Roasters, Presonus yes. Audio Electronics, Government Taco, and Hops in the Hollows. Remember, if you're ordering your glassware from Hops in the Hollows at checkout, use the promo code mm. ABV for ten percent. Off of your glassware Wait, order. Can I make my own glassware at Hop in the Hollow? I'm sure if you and got then use the my own 10 percent coupon. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I'm just curious. I think you can. I think that's. I may thing. have to do that because I got some glassware to get paid for We'll talk so, to Cliff about that. Cliff. <laughs> oh my God! For the for the ABV podcast, I am Chuck B. Until next time, cheers.